the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. And, man, those were the good old days with the Titans, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I just I choke you up on that one. I'm just saying that that folks that was the good old days and uh, Steve McNair and and what a warrior he was and just a with Eddie George and those I mean, guys, uh, Frank Keith White, Bullock, Frank yeah, Whitecheck. I mean, guys, and and not not to say that not to say that our Titans aren't playing hard individual football. I'm just saying, looking back on those players in that era of Titan, Tennessee Titan football, they were true, uh, just hard-nosed, tough guys, laid it all on the line every single time. It was – Oh, it, and it, played – On game day. It literally was played on shoestrings and staples half right. the time because, you know, uh, McNair, I think it was McNair, well documented. He, he, he played with – he played with a broken sternum. That it, and he well, he had a boot on for half the season that he couldn't even walk during the week. But then they'd figure out a way to tape him up and and get him going, and he'd be out there and be productive. I mean, the guy has a broken sternum, and, and, and for for people who don't know what a sternum is, that's basically that, what that that bone where all runs, your ribs connect to each right, other on runs the on your, your chest. chicken bone or whatever you call it. It runs down the, the middle of your chest. Yeah, and, and that's broken or fractured, and he's out there taking hits and breathing from with a three hundred bruised one. Bre- breathing with a bruised one is hard, let alone a broken one. Uh, and, so, and you know, just warriors that would step up and 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 uh, just fight till they couldn't stand up that's anymore. Right. Exactly, and right. still be productive, still be highly productive. That's the other thing. Yeah, and Titans, you know, teams have team guys that play hurt all the time. But you know, a lot of times when they're hurt, they their their production. Comes off. It translates into the win loss column. Yeah, you know, and, and for the Titans, it just they just kept coming out and kept. You know, you think, yeah. okay, McNair can't do it. He's he's in a boot. He's he's in a body cast and stuff like it. And somehow on Sunday, he came out there, he got and out it. there, and and did it and did it well. And wasn't and wasn't afraid to run with the ball in that situation. Was, yeah, I mean, no, he was the he was the forerunner of most of what the modern quarterbacks now. He, yeah. he wanted to pass first. He tried to stay probably. in the pocket, but wasn't afraid to step out. He and, and Randall Cunningham, I and would probably big, say. Yeah. And I mean, his, you know, uh, you know, and he, and when he when he ran, Michael Vick maybe you know, came slide, in there. Sliding wasn't an option for him. No, yeah, he, he'd take on linebackers and win even, a lot of times. I don't know if they had the sliding rule back then. I don't, uh, I don't know if they. I don't know if they did or not. I, I don't you know. know. Yeah, I mean. Quarterbacks you know, did it because you know uh, they did it to save themselves. Save yeah, themselves. for sure. And, and, and but, to keep from getting direct. But hits. I don't think there was exactly rules 
in the, the in the in, right. the in, in the referee rule handbook yeah. that says when a quarterback's getting ready to go slide, down, you can't hit him. You, yeah. you, and you mark his as soon as he starts his slide, that's where you mark him down, and, not where he ends up. And he is untouchable once he starts his slide. That's right. You know. And, well, last night, um, speaking of quarterbacks going down, uh, Joe Cool Burrow went down. Um, in Baltimore last night, as he, uh, we've now found out it's a sprained wrist. So That's all you the indication as of this taping, and yeah. there's really there's really no mention of when his return is set. Uh, so all you fantasy geeks out there, don't don't start jumping ship on Joe Burrow just yet. Yeah, they're not going to say anything probably he's until got Wednesday the, definitively. Right. I mean, he's got the whole weekend to go. He's got all of next week to go before they play again. So. Uh, just kind of a hurry up and wait and see type type situation. Um, however, the Cincinnati Bengals did not come out on the um, good side of that game last night as Baltimore uh, won 34 to 20. Lamar Jackson went 16 for 26 for 264 yards. Pretty good average, 16 completions for 264. Uh, and two touchdowns. Joe Burrow, before he went out, was 11 for 17 for 101 and a touchdown. Joe Mixon, uh, who I feel will be a Hall of Fame running back um, one day, uh, was 16 rushes for 69 yards, uh, no touchdowns, five receptions for 36 yards and one touchdown. And I predicted he would score a touchdown yesterday coach if you remember that um but the after joe burrow hurt his wrist sprained his wrist he went out and back up cincinnati backup jake browning came in went eight for 14 for 68 yards and a touchdown uh and probably the most telling thing about the cincinnati offense last night very similar to the titans they gave up five sacks you can't I mean, you can't have your quarterbacks yeah. on their backside that many times, and, uh, and, and and move the ball effectively, efficiently, or or keep your quarterback from being game. hurt, right? Or keep your quarterback in the game. Yeah, that's, that's right. and I think that's been you know to come back to the Titans about that. I think that's been the one fear a lot of people had about putting Levis out there at this point was we can't really protect him. Hell, well. get killed. Are we going to are we going to beat him up so much? You know, as a rookie. That you know, either gets hurt or becomes gun shy. Oh, and, and I'm not. I mean, or it could PTSD yeah. him the rest <laughs> of his. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, well, I mean, I mean, it, it could really. I mean, if he starts out on his backside over and over and over and yeah. over again, just ask Jeff and Couch. Then, and then, and then for mo- Cleveland. Yeah, and then moving forward in your NFL career, you know, your mind is. That has that well, clock think, that goes off. Honestly, I think that's a lot of what was happening to Tannehill in the last five, six games. If he was getting in such a hurry to get rid of the ball or to, you know, get it, he wasn't able to be do, as accurate and be as, and as confident about his throws and as sharp and driving and stuff like that because he was more worried about he was worried about he's going to get whacked. You know, yeah. if he stayed around there very long. Well, the Magic Eight Ball was correct, folks. Last night, if you're listening and paying attention to. Magic eight ball, my magic eight ball predictions. Um, it predicted Baltimore minus the six and a half. Obviously, they won by 14 and covered. If you did place a um, wager on the uh, Baltimore Ravens, congratulations. 
Um, and thank you, Magic 8-Ball. Now, uh, the Magic 8-Ball also gets them wrong, Coach. Believe it, the Magic 8-Ball is not always right. Oh, right? now, come on. I mean, it, we'd have another name for it rather than Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> it would be something – <laughs> just wonderful. I don't know. The golden, the platinum yeah. magic eight ball, whatever the deal. But it's really just made of black plastic. Okay. So, um, but anyway, uh, the other pick, the magic eight ball was not so correct on uh, was Boston College covering the two points last night. Now, in defense for the magic eight ball, and I said this as we went off air yesterday. Pittsburgh is one of the worst college teams in college football. And I still say that they're one of the worst teams in college football. Um, the problem is they're playing one of the other worst college teams <laughs> in college football, and that was Boston College. Now, Boston College is getting two the battle points. battle for the seller. <laughs> so, Boston College is getting two points last night, and I've got a little friendly wager on Boston College because I feel as though Pittsburgh is so pitiful. Uh, and you can't spell pitiful without pit, okay? So, anyway, um, the uh, it gets to be late in the game, fourth quarter, four minutes, four and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And the score, I'm getting two points. I'm plus two. Boston College, plus two. 4.38 to go in the fourth quarter. The score is 17 to 16, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh has the lead. And they've got the ball on their own 35-yard line with four and a half minutes to go, up by a point. I've got Boston College plus two points. I'm feeling terrific. Well, the bad that's that's a bad sign right there. I know. You're I feeling, you're feeling I, terrific I, with four I, minutes to go. I, I, well, Come on, I, you I, ought to know better than I, that. Now look, <laughs> and, and I mean, but but I mean, it's not like Pittsburgh had been lighting the scoreboard up. They had they had 17 points in basically a whole a whole football game. So I'm feeling pretty good. I'm just thinking that Pittsburgh is just going to get a hey, first Drake, down, run Drake. it out, get a first down, run get a first down, move down the field, sit on the ball, maybe punt the ball away. You know, I mean, there's a lot of options right there, Coach. Don't don't shake your head and look at me I'm like I'm, saying, I'm crazy. I, I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I want to remind you about an old adage. You ever heard about not counting your chickens before well, the hatch? I get it. <laughs> I, I wasn't counting. I was praying. With, I was praying with my chickens. We were. We were. I was praying. You're feeling good with four I was minutes, Coach. Praying yes. that my Boston College chickens, the Eagles, did not lay an egg. So anyway, I get back to the game. Four minutes thirty-eight. Seconds to go. Boston College's, excuse me, Pittsburgh is on their own 35-yard line. I'm thinking they're up, they're down. Uh, Pittsburgh's up by a point. They're just going to kind of run this out or maybe get to a point, run the ball, take get a the couple top, of first downs, a couple of we'll first downs, punt out. the ball away if they have to, whatever the deal is. About that time, Mr. The Pittsburgh running back Rodney Hammond Jr. breaks through the line, sidesteps a linebacker, and off to the races he goes. And the closest person to him was about a 290-pound defensive lineman that was no way, no how, catch Mr. Hammond as he rumbles into the end zone um, with basically four, a little over four minutes left in the ball game. And Pittsburgh goes up 24-16, and that's the final. And I lost my gentleman's wager to uh, – a good friend of mine. So, um, you know, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. The night before, I told you about the good beats that I had mm -hmm. with Miami of Ohio and Buffalo and 
uh, and those guys. Uh, so, you know, it's, you win some. Sometimes you're the bug, Coach. Sometimes, sometimes you're, you're the windshield. That's right. I just happened to, I just happened you're to, Now you're the bug. I happened to be the bug last <laughs> night when I was the windshield on uh, – on Wednesday night. Now, um, tonight's uh, action, uh, NCAA, 5-5 five and five South Florida Bulls are at the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners, and they have a 7-3 and three record, and the Roadrunners are favored by 16.5 tonight with a 66 over-under. We have a Magic 8-ball pick for that game. Also, uh, Coach Prime Times, Colorado Buffaloes. They are fighting for uh, just a bowl respect. appearance. Uh, respect. And a bowl <laughs> appearance. They're four and six. So if they can win their last two games, which I'm assuming, um, and I'm just guessing, that they, they, tonight they play Washington State at Washington State. That's going to be a pretty tough Pretty tough yeah. ball game. Washington State is favored by four and a half. That game kicks off at nine. Only hope they really have is Washington State's looking ahead to – their game with Washington. The, the South Florida UTSA game kicks off at eight, but the Colorado Buffaloes are four and six. They win tonight, five and six. They win next week, and I'm just going to guess next week they might have Colorado State. It might be that. No, they've already played Colorado. Oh, State. is it? It's already over. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, oh, that's right. That was that was where their big gun got. Oh, hurt. that's right. That's where uh, Travis Hunter got hit there on the sidelines and got put out for a few weeks. So anyway, Coach Prime Time and his boys are fighting to get to 500 and be bowl eligible. Um, and it begins tonight at 930 at Washington State. Washington State is a four-and-a-half-point favorite. And uh, I've also got – I checked with my Magic 8 ball, and he's got a pick for that game. So, all right. Now, uh, other NCAA news, Jim Harbaugh and the University of Michigan. I mean, they're in the same – you could just – Harbaugh and Michigan are in the same, same boat, boat. Yeah. right? I mean, they're in the same. As boat, far as this cheating, signs, stealing, it's systemic. unsportsmanlike. It's systemic. It's a, okay. it's the whole. So group. it's it's the whole athletic department. It's the whole University of Michigan uh, administration, and it's Jim Harbaugh and his staff that are um, looking at unsportsmanship uh, suspension or penalties for a. Um, sign-stealing scandal um, where the investigation has been has been investigated for over a month now. I mean, it, or right at a month. I mean, it started about October 18th, and uh, the commissioner of the Big Ten, Petiti is, is his name, uh, suspended Harbaugh for the last three games of the regular season, not just for the games, not the college football playoffs. If Michigan beats Ohio state and he, not, he still gets to go to practice and go to all the team meetings okay. during the week, he can only, the suspension only applies to the game. Well, that doesn't seem like quite an, an a suspension. Exactly my point. <laughs> I mean that doesn't seem like I mean that's just that's just that's just a little slap on the wrist. It's not even that. They missed the wrist. <laughs> well, um 
I mean, it's... In exchange, okay, so they were supposed to go to court this morning and get the suspension and injunction yeah. put on this in suspension so Harbaugh could go back to being on the sidelines the last three games or last, last two, two, games. two yep. games now because he was not on the sideline last weekend. Um, and with the big game being not this weekend but next against Ohio State. Um, but uh, – Michigan, the people at Michigan, and Harbaugh, and the Big Ten, and the commissioner, they all sit down and have a powwow. And the commissioner of the Big Ten says, well, look, here's some more evidence we've got concerning your linebackers coach, Mr. Connor Stallions, who you've already fired. See? Michigan already fired Connor Stallions, this guy that had this whole – Supposedly invented this whole scheme that's been working for Michigan for the past three years. They fired him immediately once all this went down, and now they fired their linebackers coach once they all. Yeah, all the done. more they investigate, they've been fussing about Harbaugh being suspended without due process, without a full investigation. But it's, it seems really, really odd that the more they investigate, the more dominoes keep falling and the more coaches start falling. Yeah. You know, they investigate a little bit more, and now the linebackers coach has got so to go. Michigan, so, you know. Michigan said in a statement, folks, and, and hang with me here. This is from Michigan. The conference agreed to close its investigation, talking about the Big Ten Conference, and the university and Coach Harbaugh agreed to accept the three-game suspension, Michigan said. Coach Harbaugh, with the university's support, decided to accept the sanction to return the focus to our student athletes and their performance on the field. No, it's the more the more I fight this, the more lights going to be put on it, and they're going to figure out I actually did this. Now Harbaugh has staunchly maintained that he has no knowledge of how Stallions was able to break down opponents' signals. He almost certainly knew Stallions was stealing signs, but presumably assumed it by, was by old standard practices. Um, no. All now, standard practices at the game that you're actually playing. The rules actually state you cannot go to another game personally to scout it with or without the technology. And adding the technology just made it even worse. Big Ten, Big Ten commissioner declared it an organized, extensive, years-long in-person advanced scouting system that was impermissible, he wrote in a letter. He explained he felt the need to immediately punish the program by suspending Harbaugh, but such misconduct inherently compromises the integrity of competition. So there you go, Big Ten. There you go, Michigan fans. There you go, Harbaugh fans. Such misconduct inherently compromises the integrity of the competition. So in other words, you're cheating and you got caught. (laughs) And you don't want to fight it right now, so guess what you're implying? That's right. And you worried about due process. You get in due process. Well, did, did Stallions get due process? He was fired immediately from Michigan program. Well, did the linebackers coach get due process? No, I don't think so. And you're also finding out the due process is going to make you look even worse. There you go. So keep your mouth shut. I think they ought to kick him out of football for the next few years. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back.
This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They're timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. In the studio with Coach Mike on the boards, and that was the OJs sinking a little money. Some people gots to have it, you know. Some people really need it, and I understand that. Which is exactly why I don't gamble it, right. because I, I can't afford to lose it. I, guess I, I gave a little bit of it back last night as Mr. Rodney Ham, Hammond Jr. And that's been the, for, that's the one warning you hear. If you can't afford to lose it, don't gamble it. That's that's, right. Poor you know. Pittsburgh took off down the field with four and a half minutes left to make it an eight-point game instead of a one-point game, and I had to pay the man last night. But, hey, you know, like I said, sometimes you the bug. Sometimes you the windshield. So last night, I was the windshield got you. I showed. I splattered all over the place. So. Okay, um, this weekend I've looked over. If you want to get a pen and piece of paper out, um, I looked over the NCAA college games coming up this weekend, and I uh, just had some observations and maybe a pick or two. You all can write these down. If you agree with them, great. If you don't, great. It's just totally up to you. And remember, always uh, when wagering, wager responsibly. You know, have fun with it. If it's, when, it when it starts to become unfun, if that's, if that's a word, is unfun a word? Not very much fun? Yeah. How about not when it becomes a bomber, don't do it. Well, okay. It becomes a that, job. Okay, and it becomes yeah, a lot of it, yeah. and it becomes stressful, and it becomes you know uh, something that consumes your mind and your thoughts all the time. Take a break, get away from it. Do it something. It starts costing else. you meals and other bills, right. and you're take a long get away from it. <laughs> take a long hike out into the woods yeah. <laughs> and, and get back to nature. Okay, uh, number ten Louisville is traveling. Number ten now they're nine and one. Coach, they are they are traveling. Two six and four Miami, all the way down into beautiful South Miami, and they're going to play the Hurricanes uh, Saturday morning. And these these games I'm discussing are in order of their kickoff time. So this is eleven o'clock kickoff. Louisville number ten, Louisville nine and one, is going to be at Miami. Miami is six and four. Louisville coach is just favored by 
a single point at Miami. They're nine and one. Miami's six and four. Now, if you were a gambling man, you would say, wow, Louisville, there must be a lock at just minus point. Hold on, my friend. I say not. I say take Miami and what will be a miniature upset. They're getting a point. And Las Vegas has that line set that way to try to get you to take Louisville minus the one point, number 10 in the country. I like the Miami Hurricanes right there. Take them. Now, uh, one of the better games of the weekend, the SMU Mustangs are minus eight and a half at Memphis this weekend. Both teams are eight and two. SMU is favored away from home at Memphis by eight and a half points. Both teams are averaging offensively right at 40 points a game, at 39-plus points a game. I'm saying take over the 65 total. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Don't know much about the line, but I'm just saying I think there's going to be – that game's going to be a track meet, take over the 65. Now, uh, – the Duke Blue Devils are six and four, and they're at the two and eight University of Virginia. Duke Blue Devils are earlier in the season. Remember, coach, they were undefeated, playing Florida State, blah blah blah, or, or they mm-hmm. beat North Carolina or whatever the deal was. Riley Leonard, their quarterback, and they, you know, they're, oh, it was just all kinds. It was of, just all, all kinds was, of stuff going on. It was on, a yeah. du- it was a Dukey fest, and I don't mean that in a, in a bad way. I, was, <laughs> I mean that in a good way. But it was definitely a Dukey fest. They're six and four. They're at two and eight. Virginia Duke's only favored by three and a half points. Only three and a half points at lowly little two and eight Virginia. The betting world would say, "Put honey, go put the house." Charter a private pl- a jet, fly out to Vegas, and put the house on Duke, right, at three and a half over uh, terrible Virginia. I say, hold on, my friend. I was going to say, Virginia's a better team than their record. Especially the at home. Especially at home. Virginia beat North Carolina earlier this year. Virginia was in the game late. I want to say it might have been the Florida State game. Or somebody they were playing somebody that's pretty Clemson maybe that they were they were in a game late they got they ended up getting beat by well they seven, were in, seven, ten points but they were getting like twenty something yeah Tennessee so. didn't just romp all over them when they played them the first game of the season there you this go. year so so I'm I mean, saying Virginia in a minor upset over Duke this weekend now uh, some games that might be a little off your radar but I like them pay attention to them. Texas State is minus three and a half at Arkansas State. And who coaches Arkansas State, Coach? Brick by brick by brick. Oh, yes. Brick by brick brick by Our Buddy Jones. Yes. Yes. I started to say Lacewell, but I knew he was gone. And he's probably still (laughs) cashing checks from from the University of Tennessee. Sure, he probably is. So, uh, Texas State, who's got a pretty good team in there. They've got a lot of offense. Is minus three and a half at Arkansas State. Now I don't know the winner of that game. If I was going to take uh, somebody held a gun to my head, I would say take Texas State minus the three and a half. But my play in this game is over the fifty nine points, over fifty nine in the Texas State Arkansas State. Now let's get to what all the people want to hear about. 
them Georgia Bulldogs coming into Nayland, going to tear up them Vols, going to find Smokey, going to rip his ears off, going to take care of business. You know, the Georgia Bulldogs, number one in the country. Cubby Smart. Now, thank you very much. Now, who am I taking? I mean, the Vols are getting 10 and a half in Nayland Stadium. It started out at eight and a half. It's moved up to 10 and a half. I say the Vols play a decent ball game uh, at home. This they have nothing to lose at this point. I say Josh Hoppin, Hoople, Heupel. Heupel pulls out all the stops. I'm taking the Vols plus a 10 and a half. And I tell you what else, I think it's going to be low scoring myself. I think both both defenses are going to play extremely hard. I think points aren't, aren't going to come super easy. They're not going to, it's not going to be six to three, but points are going to be harder to come by than people realize. I yeah. think under the 58 and a half points is is where I want to be on this ball game. Yeah, under, the, that game is, is, is kind of a, a mystery in that Georgia has answered the bell every time so far. And, uh, you know, you, you got to hand it to them as much as we've, decried their schedule and all that stuff every big game so far that you know the the bigger games in in that schedule they've answered the bell and now the other side of that and this is where i'm feeling good about tennessee like i said they have nothing to lose yeah and you know everything to gain here why not and and they're they're playing for a lot of pride now i'm just telling you and and they got i think you're gonna see i think you're gonna see probably i think you're probably gonna see one of tennessee's best efforts they're coming off a, a a pretty embarrassing loss at Missouri this past weekend, so they 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 got a chip on. They their circle the wagons, and I say they cover that ten and a half against Georgia. Now, Iowa, the that has to be the best defense in the world in football. I mean, including the NFL, they have come, over the past two weekends over under in the in the University of Iowa football game. Three weeks ago, it was thirty one. Okay. They scored seven, um, 17 points, 10 to 7. Iowa won. Uh, it went under. The next game, I think, was against Rutgers, if I'm not mistaken. My, but anyway, the next game, the over under was 27 and a half points. And guess how many points were scored in the whole game? 22. It went under. This week, the over under totals jumped up. It's pretty high for an Iowa game. 32 points. Uh-oh. I know it. And they're playing Illinois. I'm thinking – and the number is only Iowa by three. I'm thinking a really tight, hard-fought ball game. The numbers are really close. Going to win – somebody's win by a field goal. And I'm saying, let's go under again. Go under in that Iowa game, under the 32. All right, Baylor, TCU, battle of the Christian universities out there in Texas, right? TCU is – Whatever affiliate and Baylor, I think is a Baptist affiliate. Yeah, if I think not. they're Baptist. And, well, Bat. Well, TC. Let me tell you what. Both teams are zero and three in their last three games. So, and you know, Coach, going zero and three, you'll do anything to get a win. I mean, really, if you're if you're if you win a few games starting out the season, and it gets to be the second half of the season, and you're starting out zero and three, or your last three games you have not won. You are playing your rear ends off to get a win, you break right? That streak. Now, yeah, TCU, break who hasn't shown me a whole lot this year, they're favored by twelve and a half points in TCU. That's too many points against Baylor. I'm going to take Baylor plus the twelve and a half, and look for a close ball game. I'm not saying Baylor's going to win. 
I'm just going to say I think it's going to be a hard-fought, close ball game. Both teams have lost their last three. I think they're going to come out fighting like dogs to try to get that get off the snide and get a one win out of the last Yeah, all, all the indicators point towards that. Yeah. Okay. Now, West Kentucky against Sam Houston State. Do you where is do you know where Sam Houston is? Some, I guess it's some it's in Texas. Yeah. I don't uh, know where in Texas, San Antonio or somewhere like that. But anyway, uh Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers, um, with their mascot, the big red blob. Um they're playing each other this weekend. I like the over in that Western Kentucky-Sam Houston State game. Austin Reed has a big game, quarterback for Western Kentucky. He throws he throws at least four touchdowns. I'm going to say go over the 53-and-a-half in that game. Oregon. Uh, let's see. Oregon no, – hold on a second. Hold on. Let me make sure I get this right. No, okay. Uh some a couple of games that I have upset alerts on, Coach. Appy State is plus nine points against the undefeated James Madison Dukes. The Dukes of James Madison are ten and zero. Appy State is getting nine points. I say Appy State upsets the undefeated James Madison Dukes this weekend. Not only is the plus nine good, I say they win the game outright. So we'll see what happens there. Um, like I said, good games to watch this weekend would be the SMU 8-2 and two against 8-2 and two Memphis. UNLV 8-2 and two is playing inspired football for University of Nevada, Las Vegas, is at 8-2 and two Air Force. I don't know what happened to Air Force. Remember Air Force started out 8-0, and, and they had the game against Wyoming, and I got, I got a bad beat on that game in Wyoming. Wyoming gets it on the one-yard line and can't punch it in. I'm just sick to my stomach. But I'm telling you, I don't know what's going on with Air Force, but they've lost their last two ball games. Now, they're favored by three points. They're at home against UNLV. I like Air Force right there over UNLV. Um, Iowa State is plus seven and a half at home against number seven, Texas. Texas just lost their big running back, Brooks. Now, normally people say, you know what? That Brooks guy's gone. Either the Texas is going to have a tough time. I've got a feeling they circle the wagons at Texas. Everybody on the well, offensive side of the ball plays better. And I know I know what you're about to tell me about Iowa State. And they're, the always known, they're always known as the giant killers. Well, I'm they, saying, they, they won't win three games, but it'll be the, the three games they win will be against – High high level teams. <laughs> I'm saying take Texas. I, I think they're going to circle the wagons without Brooks uh, out with the torn ACL. A uh, couple other games before we go to break here, college wise. New Mexico State plus a 24 and a half at Auburn. Uh, I'm not sure Auburn can score enough points to cover 24 and a half. And take University of Central Florida against Texas Tech. A lot of points in that game. Take uh, UCF over Texas Tech. Texas Tech just coming off a pretty big victory over, I want to say Kansas. Kansas, and then UCF coming over a big victory over over my I'm Cowboys. Gonna take, I'm going to take Gus <laughs> Malzone coached UCF yep. up there. Okay, we're going to take a break, come back and talk some NHL, NFL. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Thank you for joining us. We'll be right back. 
This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio. 
And I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Monday. You are listening to WKOM 101.7 in, in Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm sorry I cut off our station ID right there. That's okay. But uh, hey, hey, folks know where they're at. Yeah. It's Friday, man. Just had to make sure. Yeah, it's Friday. We, we had to stay legal. Hey. Had to stay legal and make sure we uh, get that idea. If they're, if they're like me, they're trying to get <laughs> off work, get to their spot, settle in for a long weekend of some great football and basketball action going on. Uh, of course, local high schools have kicked up um, their schedules. Columbia Central was victorious over Oakland last night, 62-37. to 37. That's the boys. The girls also won their game. And they won big. Okay. Uh, 47 to 20-something. Okay. Something. Uh, congratulations yeah. to them. And tonight they're back on the hard hardwood as they take on White's Creek. And White's Creek comes Columbia. And uh, good luck to uh, the Columbia Central Lions and their boys head coach, first-year head Brandon, coach. Brandon LeVere. Brandon LeVere. Good luck to him. And congratulations on his – Big, big impressive win last there night. There you go, uh, over team, Oakland. Team looks strong. Oakland team out, out of Murfreesboro. You know, Murfreesboro – they normally send some have terrific high school sports up there, and uh, Columbia got the better of them last night. So congratulations! Now, uh, if you're looking to do something else besides watch football this weekend, you can always go to uh, Bridgestone Arena. The Predators take on the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow. The puck drops at one o'clock, and you'll be able to see the 18-year-old sensation. And I'm talking phenom. I'm talking about possibly generational type player. Another Gretzky type. Connor Bedard out of Northern Vancouver, number one pick overall overall last year in the obviously the or this year in the twenty twenty three draft. And he well, let's put it this way. He's accumulated thirteen points in thirteen games. Uh, nine goals, four assists, and he's an 18-year-old rookie in the National Hockey League. Now, on uh, a national – on the NHL Tonight or whatever the show it is that they <clears throat> have on TV, they had Wayne Gretzky on there, and Wayne Gretzky could not stop talking about Connor Bedard and uh, the way he skates, the way he looks. And if anybody should be able to evaluate hockey talent and recognize a terrific hockey player, it should be the great one, Wayne Gretzky, number 99. And he said that this kid, with all the accolades and all the talk about him up until the season started, might be better 
than even people realize to begin with. And uh, that's quite a compliment coming from the greatest of all time, Wayne Gretzky, truly the GOAT. And um, he's going to be on the ice tomorrow afternoon at Bridgestone Arena against the Predators. So we'll see what happens. Now, uh, this weekend's on uh, the NFL. The Titans travel to Jacksonville. And look, you know, Jacksonville had won five in a row and were on quite a quite a roll. And then the San Francisco 49ers came to Jacksonville last weekend and put a thumping on the Jacksonville Jaguars and Easter Island, their quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he looks like one of those statues on Easter Island. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, the Titans play at Jacksonville on noon Sunday. Jacksonville's favored by six and a half points. Uh, the 40 is the over-under total. Jacksonville had won five straight. Then San Francisco came into town, beat them 34 to three. Trevor Lawrence went 17 for 29 for 185, no touchdowns and two interceptions against San Fran. I think he improves on those numbers, Coach. I'm, unfortunately for the Titans, I just think he improves on those numbers. Yeah, it's and you know he right, seems to be on a roll, and the Titans seem to be struggling. And uh, right now, in more ways than one, um, it's almost as if Will Levis is in a learning situation right now, learning curve situation of 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 being a NFL quarterback weekend after weekend after weekend. It takes takes repetition and it takes a it's kind of a confidence building process. Well he's also figuring out what you know this is reality. His big splash he came in and, and stuff like that. Part of that big splash number one was no one knew anything about him. And so they didn't know how to defensive he's got a couple of games on film now and teams already started no. breaking him down as far as what he does what his tendencies are and uh, not that he's not going to do well uh, i i think i still think he's still the answer uh, i still think he's going to okay. do well but okay. like you said he's in a learning curve right now and he, a big he's, one uh, and, well <laughs> and he's also learned having to do a learning curve with a patchwork line sure and which makes it twice, if, as, which makes it twice as hard yeah, to learn. Yeah, the, yeah I mean, Tennessee's line. Yeah, you're right because I mean, you're running for your life half the time. Tennessee's line has not been the same since they lost Lawan, and they lost him to injury first, and then they lost him as far as the contracts are concerned. Uh, I, you know, when he was healthy, Lawan oh, made that line work and sure. made it productive. The problem with Taylor Lawan was he couldn't stay healthy. And, and a little, and a, and, and a few little, and a few little things running around in his head occasionally. On the, on, I mean, but you know, hey, being a little bit crazy is helpful on the line. Okay, <laughs> you know, that's that, 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 that didn't hurt him at all. I don't think. Okay, well, there, his well, there knees, were a couple of times knees. he had some pretty, he had some pretty egregious penalties called oh, yeah. on him just from his personal behavior on the field. Yes, that yeah, cost right. his, and, that and, cost his team and his teammates field position first downs etc but it also made you know he was going to protect his quarterback it. whatever it I took understand. and in defenses but you can, do with, that. you can do you can do that without personal fouls and yeah, running your and yeah. running your mouth I didn't, I didn't say he was he was perfect but again the line has not been the same okay since he was there I got and, you. and it hasn't been nearly as productive and, okay. and i i wish we could find somebody I agreed with them letting because he couldn't stay healthy. He just every time we got dependent on him, he got hurt. I, I, and, and I agree with you, Coach. Yeah, you know it's it's all about injuries. It's all about staying staying healthy on your uh, in the NFL in any pro sport. And like you said, 
there's players that play. Uh, rarely does any player stay 100% healthy right. through the whole season. It's very, very rare. So Especially you have, linemen. And so you have to learn how to play through that pain and with that little bit of that pain. And sometimes it's so painful you can't play at all. And I think I think people. Oh, I don't get think that. he was. I think he was legitimately hurt. Yeah. Well, okay. I, I, oh, but I think he, so too. But he was also hurt a lot. <laughs> okay. Other games this weekend, and and some of these are some of the picks that I like uh, over the course of the weekend. Upset alert, and I know you're going to think I'm crazy. I like Carolina at home over Dallas. I'm just telling you, I like Carolina at home over Dallas. Dallas lost earlier this year at Arizona. Remember that game. It was second game of the year, I think. They lost at Arizona. Just a note, upset alert. I like Carolina over Dallas. Another upset alert I like. Arizona is going to be at the Texans this weekend. C.J. Stroud, rookie phenom quarterback, blah, 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 blah. Kyler Murray is going to be starting his second game, second game for the Arizona Cardinals, and they're getting five and a half points at the Texans. I like Arizona plus a five five and a half, and maybe to beat the Texans in Texas – in Houston this Sunday. Now, another one. Minnesota Vikings and Josh Dobbs traveling to Mile High Stadium against Denver. I, I like Minnesota in that You one. like that? Yes. I, Dobbs, I think, is just he's coming into his own. Den- and you're getting two, two and a half points. Yeah. Denver is favored by two and a half. I like the Broncos in Mile High. Minnesota's coming out of their roller skate rink dome. Going to go to mile high, thin, rarefied air. I like Denver to win. Yeah, now, Dobbs is, Dobbs is o- on a roll right now. Some so. over-unders I like. Over in the Texas game. Over in the Chicago game. Under in Cleveland-Pittsburgh. And under in the Washington-New York Giants game. And games that are worth watching this weekend. Pittsburgh at 6-3 and three is at 6-3 and three cleveland but Cleveland's going to be without their $230 million guaranteed quarterback, Deshaun Watson, who's out rest of the season with a shoulder, with shoulder surgery. Uh, another game to watch, 5-5 five and five Las, Ve- Las Vegas Raiders at 6-3 and three Dolphins. The Raiders have won two in a row. New head coach Antonio Pierce at the helm. Does the slipper fall off in Miami? I think it does. Then, Monday night football, y'all. We'll talk about it Monday. Super Bowl 57.5 rematch. 8-1 Philadelphia at 7-2 Kansas City. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. For Coach Mike, I'm Drake. You guys have a terrific weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday.